Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California. Back from vacation, great to be back on the radio with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. And we are happy to have you back. There is still a lot of fallout from last week's momentous decisions by the U.S. Supreme Court on affirmative action, gay rights, and student debt relief, with liberals blasting the high court while conservatives cheer it. The court continues to move to the right ideologically, even though it did deliver some more moderate opinions in the closing weeks of this term. To take a closer look at the evolution of this court and the potential impact of these rulings, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Rory Little, law professor and constitutional law scholar at the University of California College of the Law, San Francisco, or UC Law SF, SF as it is now known, uh, before practicing law and going into teaching, Rory clerked at the Supreme Court. Thank you so much for being with us once again. So, Rory, um, some of the conservatives did side with the liberals on a couple of important rulings earlier in June, but at the end of the term last week, it was a full-bore victory for the conservatives in the Colorado gay rights case overturning President Biden's student loan relief, and of course, on ending affirmative action in college admissions. How would you characterize this term overall? Well, it's hard to say overall until you really get a chance to read all 57 opinions. By the way, that's the lowest number they've had in you know a century. The numbers keep going down every year. Um, some outlets are saying, oh, the Chief Justice has now asserted a firm hold on the reins of the court. I don't think that's right at all. I think it's a court which kind of like a coach that's out of control. And uh, this guy who's got the reins has got to constantly give them uh, a lot of free reign to go do what they want to do, or he can't be part of the part of the court. So he's agreeing to some decisions that I think he might not have agreed to where he, you know, more in control of the majority. Uh, it's a solid six to three against pre- precedent and affirmative action. Uh, in the uh, in the gay rights marriage website case, uh, there's a religion case called Groff, which nobody is uh, noting because it involves a, a Christian who doesn't want to work on Sundays, but they now endorse a religious exception to Title VII very uh, full-throatedly. Uh, it's a conservative, very conservative court being driven by the three Trump appointees, uh, plus Justice Thomas and Alito. You know, it, it really points to why elections matter, doesn't it? Boy, that is for sure. Um, you know, Trump got uh, two and a half. Uh, he got three justices in about four years. It only it goes all the way back to the Nixon court. The last time anything like that ever happened was Richard Nixon, who got four justices in three years back in the early 70s. And that totally changed the direction of the court. It took them a, a decade to recover from that. So, yeah, this next election is really going to matter. Um, not that anybody looks like they're about to retire, but things happen unexpectedly. Um, and the next president is very likely to get an appointment or two. 
Do you think the conservative justices, especially the most conservative ones, Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas, believe that they are being apolitical? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. I don't know what they believe. I mean, you can't put yourself into the head of another person, but uh, I think that they think they're doing the right thing uh, and that they're following the Constitution as, as it directs them to go. Uh, but those, a lot of those theories have been sort of way outside of the mainstream for not just you know the last five years, but the last 50 years. Uh, and then you add the abortion decision from last term. Uh, they are deciding cases in a direction that certainly is in sync with a very conservative ideology. How concerned are you about you know the perceived legitimacy of this court, the widening schism between those three liberals and the rest of the justices? Polling shows you know a strong majority of Americans disagree with many of these landmark opinions from the conservative majority. Well, uh, you're absolutely right that you know this is a real blow to the stability of the court and to any concept of stability of the rule of law. You add to this you know the ethics accusations that have been made. And and some of these are not just accusations, they are facts. Now, whether you call those facts to be unethical or not, it may be in your own opinion. But when you add this ethical problem the court seems to have to its conservative majority and its its willingness to overrule precedent, the average person is looking at this and thinking, well, it is just politics. Uh, They're all just following their political views. And and I don't have any faith that the law is sort of a neutral, fair – a blindfolded woman on, the, on a pedestal. Uh, and that's too bad. It's too bad when the Supreme Court lacks the uh, attention that it's had in the past, the sort of honoring it's had in the past. And it becomes just another political action actor like the president or Congress. You know, I, I want to zero in on this uh, Colorado case that they recently uh, voted in favor of the web designer. The guy who was named in that case, brought by the web designer in Colorado, says he never asked her to design a website and that he's not even gay. Could that fact actually threaten the ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court, or does it stand? Well, I've actually put in a tweet that, um, you know, they ought to file a petition for rehearing based on some falsity in the facts. Um, we, you know, we need to have some fact finding on those allegations, but it looks like they decided the case based on a phony plaintiff. Um, what's disturbing about that case is it really goes well against a lot of precedent for 50, 60 years that say places of public accommodation have to be non-discriminatory. And the web today is the place of accommodation. That is where the public goes to do business. Um, so, I, yes, I think it does undercut the, the reliability of that opinion. I don't think it changes the views of the justices. Um, it's just a question of if they don't use that case, maybe they'll use a different case. But it's a very disturbing view. Uh, you put that together with the Groff case, which says there's an exception, a religious exception to the employment discrimination uh, laws. And, and you've got a real one-two punch for a conservative agenda. And it's too bad. I mean, I wish we didn't talk about it in these terms of political and liberal and the ideological agenda. I wish we could say, well, it's a balanced court and a moderate court. And they did do a few things that were moderate. They preserved uh, Title II uh, of the Voting Rights Act. Uh, they did preserve the Biden immigration discretion to enforce immigration laws, although they did that on the basis of standing, not on the merits. They also seem to have no sense of humor. They didn't let the bad Spaniels parody of Jack Daniels uh, win. So they're a humorless court. <laughs> Doug asked you about the public perception of the court in its direction. This has revived again the, the, the thought of putting 
term limits on Supreme Court justices. In your mind, would that help? You know, I am not a fan of term limits. I, I believe life tenure gives people independence. I do think when the rest of the political system breaks down, that system is really tested. I mean, we all know that Merrick Garland would have been on the court had the system of confirmation uh, worked at the end of the Obama administration, but the Senate refused to hold the vote. If they'd held the vote, he had well over 50 votes to be confirmed. Um, when when you're giving life tenure to people with a with a political system that seems to be illegitimately following certain paths, then, then life tenure, I think, begins to smell. Um, I, I guess I think that in the end, it would be so politicized that if you took away life tenure, it would just turn it into a total political free-for-all. Uh, but some people would say, well, maybe we're already there. Briefly, Roy, I'm just curious. You mentioned this was the fewest opinions the court has issued in a century. Why, why is that? Well, it's a good question. I mean, I have to say that uh, the liberal agenda has recently become in the last two years, three years, just keep cases away from them. You know, don't file for cert in bad cases. If if a case is bad, let it just sit in the lower courts and don't take it up because you don't know what damage will be done. So there's been that. Um, I think the chief justice also uh, wants to do less cases and try to do them better. I'm not sure that he succeeded in that view. I think maybe they can't really agree. You, you know, they say it takes four justices to grant review, but, but it really should take five. In other words, don't grant unless you think you're going to win. And I think they're not sure enough when they're going to win. Um, but, but it is a remarkably low number of cases. When I was clerking, we did 150 cases in 1984. Uh, I don't think the quality was much worse. Uh, and I think that the people of the United States would do better if the court solved more of the disagreements out there and did it with less uh, less uh, dissension and less abandoning of precedent. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Rory. And then, of course, we'll have another high-profile term next year from the Supreme Court. Thanks. UC Law SF Professor Rory Little. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find me on Twitter, at Sovereign Nation. I'm still there. A lot of people aren't, but I am. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 